Hi, welcome to Story Hall, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. I'm Roger. I'm Joey. And I'm Kevin. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi, Brian. What I wanted to start with, since we're getting closer to the Christmas spirit, and I know it's like 2020 and everything seems super intense, and I've been noticing like people are putting up Christmas lights earlier and kind of getting more into the spirit of things, I wanted to start off with the question on, do you guys have any like unique Christmas traditions that you and your family do that you might have? I don't know if it's unique, but my parents always give us pajamas on Christmas Eve to wear for the night of Christmas. That's, oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, my parents give me used pajamas. They wait until after Kevin's <laughs> Christmas Eve and they give me. Yeah, Kevin, do you? Is it because your family just burns through pajamas like you're going to blow out your PJ pants? Yeah. In that year, so you're going to need new ones before just the new so year. So excited about Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old Kevin blowout again. Yeah. Classic Kevin blowout. I don't have a tradition. I don't think, but I read recently that people. I think it's German. Uh, they hide a pickle in the tree, and whoever finds the pickle opens the first yeah. present. Oh, We're doing that's that. Cool. I'm, it's I my like pickle that. this year because I found it last year. Oh wow! Is it really? So you get to hide the pickle? Yeah, I hide the pickle, and I have to have a pickle gift for whoever finds <laughs> it. I think it'd be easy to find the pickle because they're so smelly. Just use my own nose, you know. R- really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Pickles are smelly. Oh, yeah, you yeah. smell like vinegar. You smell a pickle mile away. I can't yeah. smell a pickle. That's funny, though, because you reek of pickles, Joey. I would be yeah. fine with that because I love pickles. <laughs> That's a weird thing because there was a time in my life that I did smell like pickles. I remember <laughs> that. It was very Mid-20s, mid-20s Brian had a definite pickles, pickle period. I was mid-20s. No. I came back from Europe, and I was homeless and smelled like pickles. <laughs> yeah, I remember that distinctly. <laughs> Wait, were you it was a secret. It was, yeah, it was like open. No. We're like, Brian, you smell like pickles, and you, you couldn't figure out why, right? Well, it was a weird combination of apparently my stinky clothes and my sister's apartment uh i don't know what it was but like a chemical put, reaction of some kind yeah uh. some kind of like enzyme working as a catalyst and bingo mm-hmm. if you found me you got the first christmas gift what? You, know, like <laughs> clean, you clean your toilet with bleach and then when you pee the ammonia and it makes mustard gas yeah <laughs> it's like that but it was the, the perfect storm for brian's pickle smell yeah, uh-huh. yeah. what a briny cool. boy hey oh. very good um, um you have one roger uh, not really. We uh, we have a food that we eat, which is hot dogs that are cooked in mustard and jam, which what? seems okay. like it'd be a wild combination. This but is man, it's, a, it's a Christmas treat. It's 100% real. That's a beer born tradition. That's, That's kind of great. I kind of want to taste this weird jam uh, mustard. <laughs> I'll sneak a hot dog out for you this year. Don't do it, man. You're going to fast track this pickle smell again oh. <laughs> can you can you just put a hot dog on a napkin and just leave it on my doorstep yeah <laughs> i can come out and be like, Ooh. It'll be christmas like a new- morning you wake out or wake up and run out downstairs and there's a, a hot dog laying on a napkin down there a mustard jam hot dog yeah. on my doorstep he came think- he came <laughs> he's real <laughs> the garbage uh, prince is here <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean that Roger I think it's insulted your family tradition let's <laughs> change the subject uh, Kevin I cut you off well, you asked a question about the flavor I just or something. wanted to know if what kind of jam you have to use for this it's a specific berry jam but it, I mean that's a Beersborn family secret oh, I wish fuck. I could I wish I could share it but I can't and also I can't remember what kind of berry it is <laughs> <laughs> I, I, me and my brother, we used to uh, do uh, a Christmas Eve swim when we had a pool. 
and we would jump in the pool, and, oh, and that wow. was kind of a kind of That's a fun a thing that we did. Christmas, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Well, we did it in Texas a couple years. Uh, oh. I think my nieces and nephews keep it going. But, uh, sounds like a Texas Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's incredibly Christmassy. Um, yeah, so uh, I just kind of wanted to go off of the traditions of Christmas because a lot of the things that we do. Um, I, I mean, what I mean, I know where we started, like the jumping in the pool thing. Uh, don't really necessarily have an answer, and there's a whole bunch of weird Christmas stuff that we do as tradition. That I'm like, oh, like when I really started thinking about it, I was like, okay, well. Is that how does that tie into Christmas? And so I did a, a bunch of rooting around in in history to kind of come up with a lot of answers to a lot of the weird stuff that we do with Christmas, and a lot of it goes back to this Roman holiday called Saturnalia, and that's what I'm going to tell you guys about today oh. and try to like give you some kind of answers as to certain things. And um, I guess a little proviso like for any huge history dorks some of the stuff i'm going to take a little bit of liberty and some conjecture and be like well this happens and there's there may be an educated guess but i don't think we have any history dorks listening right they don't they don't listen to this podcast history cool kids yeah Yeah, that's what i was hoping so i do i do have a concern though Um, okay so, I mean, Saturnalia, that sounds like uh, that sounds like some pagan bullshit. We're still going to keep Christ in Christmas, right? It's kind of funny, because that's going to be my last point about keeping <laughs> oh, Christ in Christmas. So, yeah. uh, I was just kidding. Get out of here, Christ. I also think we have to have one more proviso, because if we're going to be okay. talking about Saturn genitalia, we should probably make sure that no one uh, under 18 is listening to this. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's I'll educational. I'll put like an age stamp. Yeah. No, nobody over nobody over eighteen. Only kids. <laughs> oh, no. We've ruined Christmas. I know. You talk shit about Roger called it the garbage king and I'm a weird pervert apparently. That's right. That's all why right. we're all friends here. Is that yeah. the so is, is is that the ring around Santa is that the ring around Saturn? It's just a big big dong? That is genitals? Infinite. <laughs> Infinite pleasure. It's Infinite a, dong. It's a, Infinite it's, pleasure. <laughs> It's Saturn's cock ring, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> Bleep that out. Bleep that out. Yeah, I'm totally... I'm totally... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to edit this whole part out. We're good. Uh, okay, so uh, let me start off with what is Saturnalia, and then I'll kind of go... I have a few things that we can kind of run through, and like we can guess on whether or not we think it comes from Saturnalia or not. <clears throat> okay, Saturnalia is a Roman holiday in honor, in honor of the god Saturn, who comes from the Greek... So basically, the Romans just ripped off, ripped off the Greeks. Uh, it comes from the Greek Titan Cronus, and that's just kind of a cool story in itself because the Titans go to war with the Greek gods, but the Greek gods win, and so it's kind of where they go and they disappear. But anyways, the Romans like the Greeks enough that they grab their their gods uh, Cronus and make him Saturn. He is the god of agriculture, wealth, and war. Agriculture will kind of play into who he is and what he does. Mars is uh, the god of war. Well, they they overlap. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of like overlapping. So yeah, Mars is the god of war, but Saturn is also the god of war. In the same way that like Athena would also be the god of war. They yeah. you have like localized patron saints, and plus Mars would be the god, whereas Saturn is the Titan. I think is it like um, if you if you split hairs, you might know Roger. <laughs> Kratos, Kratos kills them all. So, oh, yeah. um, is Kronos the one from that Goya painting? You guys might have seen it of the mm, uh, just a crazy-looking naked man chewing on a dead body. Getting that what? big tasty That's, bite. So, I thought you told me, Roger, that it was like 
guessed at that that was what Goya was getting at. Yeah, nobody knows called. for sure. Those paintings, um, he just painted them in his house when he was like 85 years old and a hermit yeah. and losing his mind. So nobody really knows what they depict, but I think that's the, uh, the assumption. Yeah, the assumption. And, and then he Which minted it, beans. Yes. <laughs> Goya beans. <laughs> uh, those are the, the coolest paintings, those Goya paintings. Of just yeah. like Look up Goya's black paintings and they're just they're, creepy. Yeah. And then look up so his black cool. beans. <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious. Saturnalia, technically December 17th. It, it kind of debates on where it ends. It could end on the 25th. It could end on the 23rd, 21st. It, it kind of lengthens and shortens depending on where you are in the Roman Empire. Um, super important. They shut down everything. There's no courts, no no justice at the time. Gyms for are weeks? closed. For, for a week, for a whole week. They closed wow. down courts, gyms, schools. You can't declare war. You just got a party. Like, honestly, it's just a week of enjoying yourself and doing whatever. That's the purge. Um, yeah, kind <laughs> of. You're going to see. There's, well, there's some negative. There's definitely some negative stuff about this holiday, which I'll get to. Um, in 217 AD, they, Saturn only wasn't that big. And because it wasn't super fun. But in 217, they lose this huge battle um, to Carthage, which is like the blood enemy of Rome uh, in the Second Punic War, the Battle of Trasimene, and they were so bummed about their loss. They were like, okay, what can we do to kind of raise the spirits of the Romans? And so they're like, let's just make Saturnalia insane. Let's just make it super fun. And so they added some things to the holiday that really kind of become traditional. Uh, as well as they wanted to bolster their god, Saturn, versus the Carthaginian god, which was Baal Haman, to kind of prop him up and say, like, oh, he hasn't abandoned us and we're still going to win. So it's just to uh, kind of raise raise morale amongst yeah. the Romans? Yeah, because I guess the Romans were super bummed and they weren't sure. Because we, we take for granted that Rome was like the un you know challenge conqueror yeah. of the Mediterranean. But Carthage, uh, especially in the Second Punic War, was really like sticking it to him. That's Man. like the era of Hannibal and all that. I wish that would happen now. I mean, it's been a rough year. I wish I wish the world was like we need a better holiday and they just made just made St. Patrick's Day really fucking cool now or something, you know. Bounce houses. We could make yeah. it happen. Yeah, Arbor Day. Just yeah. a week-long party. <laughs> so the themes of Saturnalia, the biggest overarching thing is you got to break inhibitions. So whatever inhibits you oh. throughout the year, just don't listen to it so like drink to to like excess like drinking games are like a big huge thing uh dancing naked and running around town naked screaming yelling and singing is a huge thing um my biggest inhibition is pooping outdoors uh, where people can see me doing it is that so should i break that inhibition yeah yeah, yeah, of course if you want to give me an additional present when you leave your little uh, hot dog (laughs) jam you're not gonna know which one's the hot dog which ones (laughs) (laughs) um they're also all about gambling at this time because like gambling in public was seen as like negative and then this is like a one i couldn't like the sources are very different this thing called the king during saturnalia so there's three different viewpoints one you choose a king of saturnalia in rome and you just give them tons of stuff and they just boss you around for a week (laughs) or you choose what they call a king of misrule and they basically get all this good stuff but to absorb all the pleasure and then you kill them at wow. the end of the week. Does somebody volunteer to do that? 
Uh, no, I think it's chosen. Oh my god. That's a, That'd or, be so stressful. Because yeah, the part, part of you would have to be like, this is going to be an incredible week. It, it would be, yeah, you do everything. You're basically more powerful than the Emperor. You just ask for a jetpack. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And the last second. Oh wait, the last. Oh. I have my last final decree, and that's <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I've decided not to stay. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or there's a third option that uh, you have gladiatorial games, and then they all die in the name of Saturn, which is Ooh. kind of like this thing. So there is like a lot death, of death. Yeah. for sure involved in this, and then. Um, couple of other things with uh, inhibitions uh, spend as much money as you can on other people clothes monies birds puppies nice. all specific like listed gifts from the historians are like i bought my puppies. daughter a puppy like so yeah that's actually like, specifically mentioned even though like we're super frowned upon getting people puppies for christmas yeah it's not okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know when in home i mean <laughs> the puppy industry must have loved that though yeah oh yeah big money the, the, the Black puppy family were only puppy like 12 industry. puppies so it's probably fine they weren't like <laughs> overbred and running all over the place <laughs> it's true the last thing that's like a big deal that they did is uh the role reversal between slaves and slave owners oh wow and in this week the slaves are considered the master and the master is now considered the slave where the master serves the slave the slave bosses them around the slave is considered the upper part of like upper class familia which is part of their household uh they eat with them they they dine with them they hang out with them they play games with them they drink with them and then after a week they go back to being a slave and the slave masters are okay with that they accept that that part of the holiday so as much as i read yes depending on the sources so most everybody who's writing this stuff is is upper class right so we're Mm -hmm. getting it from the horse's mouth and some people are like well we didn't dine with all our slaves okay. but it does seem to be yeah, yeah honestly like it, it's <laughs> not like the a weird ones. <laughs> i think like you have and i mean this is like the terrible thing about slavery but like you have your household slaves who are generally a little bit more pleasant and you don't mind having around and then you have like your your worker your slaves field slaves yeah. yeah you don't you don't you don't you hang out with the fields in. yeah yeah they would still yeah. You, you just said that there was a terrible thing about it. I just wanted to interject that personally, I think all of about, everything about slavery is terrible. Is that true? Do you really? That's a bold <laughs> statement. Yeah, man. Are you going to go I on respect, a limb? Man, I respect that. Dude, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, I do not like it. Okay, well, good. Um, so um, that's, you know, the, the, the general idea. We're not it really sure. It just sounds sure. like chaos. It is. I, it's honestly like as much as I've read, fun chaos. Kind of scary. Other, yeah, a lot of th- naked people everywhere. And because of the nakedness, there are some sources that talk about like violence and rape, super yeah. prevalent, like nuts. Public so, pooing. Is yeah, public pooing. Is the purge just violence, or is that also like crazy sex stuff too? Well, the I'm purge a, is there's no laws, so. Right. I mean, is the, there's no like illegal sex so, that people? I had so, to assume that the purge just didn't want to deal with sexual terrible yeah, stuff because yeah. people wouldn't want to watch they that. They just focused on murder. Yeah. I've never seen Dude. any purge movies, but it seems like it's just about murder, right? I only watched one. Does anybody a huge purge fan? I just read the books. Okay, cool. <laughs> Man, if I and, was in the purge, I would wait till that day, and I would I would just fucking forge so much artwork. I would paint a Monet. You know, and sell it as a Monet because they can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No laws. You know what I mean? 
that's definitely the way to go. A lot of people <laughs> buying artwork on Purge Day, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a good time to buy. <laughs> this is a well thought out plan. I was just trying to think of the the weeniest crime you could commit, and Art Forgery <laughs> seemed like it was the one. <laughs> the Blackest um, Friday. <laughs> um, okay, so the origins of this probably like a, a solstice holiday because it's I mean especially if he's a Saturn's a god of agriculture, um, you know it makes sense that this would be the winter solstice. Um, but the Roman sources basically say that like this hints back to like a mythic past of Saturn where he was in control of all of Italy and there was no slavery, which is one of the reasons where it's like super weird because it's like so you're honoring a god that ruled in a mythic past that you acknowledge slavery was bad yeah but now you just kind of rub it in the faces of your slaves that's interesting i never thought about that but people at the time must have acknowledged that slavery was a terrible institution right oh yeah i, I okay. think it's, it's acknowledged and and it's weird because i not to get too into it but like american slavery becomes super weird and racial mm-hmm. uh it, it had nothing to do with anything like the quality of who you were as a person it had nothing to do with racism as to who was master and who was slave it was basically yeah it was just luck or not like if we beat you you're my slave now i also remember reading that you could buy your way out of slavery in ancient rome right you could become uh a free person so it wasn't like hereditary you didn't pass it down to future generations right you were like walking across the street and someone else is like hey you i'm gonna make you my slave now could you could they do that after you got free could no. technically if you weren't a roman citizen huh. that like it's it's dicey i mean it's yeah i don't know i don't know all the ins and outs about it but it is, if you weren't protected by roman citizenship like somebody could just come and just take, take over your village and just you're my slave now wow. bird will just snatch tough. you up from the sky yeah <laughs> let's get back to all christmas right. yeah so <laughs> let me go ahead and, and talk about how some of the things come across when it comes to uh Saturnalia and, and, and it ties in or doesn't tie in. First thing I wanted to address is why December 25th? And, and this might be a little loose because everything I've said so far is like, okay, well, does this actually tie in? Because if it's 17th to the 23rd, what does this actually have to do with that? So December 25th is the solstice. So it's the winter solstice if you look at the old Julian calendar that they did. And there was a holiday brought in in 274 by the Emperor Aurelian called the Sol Invictus which is all about the sun god and it was attached as an official ending essentially-ish to Saturnalia and so there's some theories as to why is Saturnalia close to Christmas or why not? One of the biggest theories is what they call the Christianization theory that uh, as Rome became Christian and the Roman Catholic Church kind of built on they were kind of trying to like root out paganism which is what you were saying roger like put christ back into christmas mm. so you just you acknowledge that people are pagan and they're going to do these holidays so just make them instead of honoring saturn just make them honor jesus just so change the name and the, just change uh, that's the name close enough and change the god and people and people are too dumb to notice they'll still be gambling <laughs> and drinking and and that'll be fine and so there's some of that and there's another i mean we can actually use some evidence for this so you guys know mardi gras right yeah yeah mm-hmm. So Mardi Gras is attached to this holiday. It's like it's I think it's French for Fat Tuesday. And Fat Tuesday comes right before Ash Wednesday, which is the first day of Lent, which is a season of sacrifice going into Catholic Easter or Christian Easter, whatever. And uh, it's super common for Christians to wrap up pagan traditions of excess 
and then end cap them with a Christian message of being like, and this is why we don't do it, children. Oh, interesting. And so by doing it on December 25th, you're like, look at all the sin you just did. You remember that King of Misrule who absorbs all the sins? It was Jesus. And so huh. they're like, ah, and now it makes sense. And so everyone's like, okay, cool. And so there's another one. Um, you think people would, you think that'd make them kind of hate Christianity though, because it's like, have a great party. This, this, holiday is going to be wild and then the christian part is now you can't do it anymore right yeah. it's like a bad look for the religion you're pushing on people kind of but i mean i feel like, like one of the biggest reasons is it's like well sure you can't do it but you were able to do it guilt free okay okay the reason why you could do it is because of jesus so you remember how like like i mean i don't want to talk too much about the purge we're gonna get sued <laughs> but the idea is, is you, the, the, the what's cool about the purge is you don't go to jail when you're done yeah that's what jesus provides okay by like end capping on saturnalia makes sense okay so then there's another one of the things that like so this old idea nobody really knows when jesus was actually born it's probably not december 25th but there was like an early idea that jesus was conceived and crucified on the same day Hmm. and they weren't sure on what day that was they were thinking either april 6th or march 25th and if they choose march 25th that is nine months to the day before december 25th so he was conceived you had a nine month term baby jesus and he might have been crucified on christmas too then well no he would have been crucified on march 25th oh got you conceived so it's, and crucified. It's conceived right which gotcha. that, that threw me off when i first read that i was like what do you mean so yeah, what, what does con- sorry what does conceived mean <laughs> joey take it <laughs> all right so it all starts when two people love each other a whole lot okay uh-huh. like me and kevin yeah. and then they go into a room and they make a lot of noise uh-huh. but you're not all looking during that time because they're just wrestling they're just, just wrestling just just screaming and stuff yeah kind of it sounds it's, it's <laughs> a lot of it just sounds like wet and wild and, okay. and then I've done that uh, and then they're done wrestling and then there's a baby eventually hey. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> That's, that's very, very that's really sense. badass. Somebody finally put it in a way that I could understand. <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that sounds fucking dope. It sounds lit. Dope. It's dope. <laughs> um, okay, so that's Christmas Day. How do you guys think? Do you think there's connection there? Uh, I mean, yeah, for you can, sure, right? convinced? I, I, th- I think so. I read that. I was like, well, that's, makes pretty, sense. that's pretty nuts. And also, I think the idea of... Um, like excess, the excess of Saturnalia. Uh-huh. I think that makes sense for Christmas too, because I definitely look at Christmas as a day that I can eat as many cookies as I right. as I want. Yeah, like both even feast. more cookies than I want. And the idea of getting presents yeah. in general is a good thing. It's just like yeah, presents yeah. totally. Yeah. Spend just money, get a bunch of stuff. Uh huh. Let and, me jump over what I was gonna say real quick. Yeah. And then talk about specifically cookies, uh, gingerbread men. So very common transition out of Saturnalia. They moved from human sacrifice with the death of all those people and the rape and stuff. And they first started with masks, but then they turned into figurines, eventually making cookies. Cookies. So you would give people humans so that you didn't have to kill anybody. So when we eat a gingerbread man cookie, we're sacrificing a body to the god Saturn. Right. And which is crazy (laughs) because the whole idea of of the eventual end of Jesus is the sacrificing of body and blood for the forgiveness of sins. All right. Which then ties back into Saturnalia because you consume the ginger man for the glory of the season. But then it's also very like Christian in that symbol, too. I have a money making scheme. 
Okay, okay. This is the next elf on the shelf. We're going to partner with Gushers, the flavorful uh, gummy <laughs> treats. Are there still Gushers? And we're, yeah. they still if they're exist? not, we're going to about to bring them back, baby, in okay, a brand new way. Back. We're going to make gingerbread men that are probably not gross gingerbread, but like a d- more delicious type of flaky cookie. And mm-hmm. uh, and the inside is going to have Gusher goo. Like a pecan sandy. <laughs> like a um, pecan sandy. <laughs> a pecan sandy. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like the, uh, like a koala yummy, right? right? But, Except ooh, shaped like yeah. a human instead. Right. We're not sacrificing koalas. Oh, yeah. That's a completely different, that's a different holiday. That's, that's <laughs> Venus Aelia. How about this? How about this? This is my plan. Let's take the Beersborn hot, hot dog tradition and put Gusher. <laughs> oh no. Jam I mean, and mustard inside. I guess that I makes think sense. that it would be. The, it would be. It would make sense. Yeah. yeah. The, the jam and mustard inside. It's a. It's an obscure berry, though. It's like lingonberry oh. or something. So Ooh. good luck finding a lingonberry <laughs> gusher. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> it's never going to happen. So Brian, you're saying that yeah. these gingerbread men are like murder pacifiers. Like <laughs> they don't go kill anybody. Just kill this little gingerbread man instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean I, that works. I feel so much rage in my day to day life, and I just I just see red. I just want to kill, and then I eat a gingerbread man, and I'm like, that satisfies. Let me let me, let me tie this in for you, Kevin. When you take the first bite of a gingerbread man, what do you usually bite first? His dick. Oh, <laughs> wow. yeah. you go right between his little legs, and you're just <laughs> you like, the ground, gingerbread man. <laughs> yeah. What? Most of my gingerbread men are cooked from the back, so I can't see their dick. I just see their butts. <laughs> yeah. That man, makes sense. Making an anatomically correct gingerbread <laughs> man is, is very, very funny. <laughs> Anyways, you were supposed to say head because of aggression, but I guess you did, Kevin. So you're, you're a I mean, gross, gross back man. to the Goya. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, a couple other things that more connections. Um, I kind of thought saint nicholas so saint nicholas um he's an actual saint uh when it comes to uh the the catholic faith uh he was born in perara turkey in 270 common era he dies in 345 uh they bury him there but then there's a a bunch of worshipers who love him and they move him uh later on in 1087 so about a thousand no 700 years later they move him to this place called bari italy is that like kind of a weekend at bernie situation (laughs) yeah weekend at bari and then he's like dancing around (laughs) what was the song that they play in in weekend bernie you got it Yes, exactly. Anyway, um, the problem when he gets to Bari, his dead corpse of 700 years, is there's already a deity there. It's a an Italian deity that kind of goes back to your 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 stuff that you were talking about, Roger. His name her name was Pasqua Epifiani, uh, mm. Epifania, and she was the grandmother who used to, on a select day, fill children's stockings with gifts oh and so they realized that there wasn't enough room for bar in bari for both of them so he replaced her in the gift giving tradition and so he died on december 6th and they're like eh close enough to the solstice <laughs> let's just start filling stockings on december 25th mm, instead that's cool which is an interesting thing yeah um other weird stuff um mistletoe you know, I like mistletoe. Isn't that kind of a weird thing? That yeah. Associated with Christmas, there's a weed, and you can kiss anybody. You can essentially sexually assault anybody, Kevin, uh, <laughs> under the mistletoe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the druids of, like, 
upper like Europe at this point in time, they would use mistletoe to like poison human sacrifice victims. Oh. Um, and so there's some connection that maybe the Christian custom of kissing under the mistletoe is a synthesis of like the weird sexual license of Saturnalia with like this like druidic thing that was like absorbed uh, because like you also get like the Tenenbaum you get the Christmas tree from like the Germans at the same time these it, are kind of the same traditions that pick up there it does seem like using plants for like magical powers seems very kind of pagan yeah uh, occult kind of not very Christian mm. right and I was trying to figure out like when I started thinking about mistletoe how it, it doesn't jive with anything else that's Christmas it's like oh I can here's a plant you have to kiss me. Um, and that's just like a really weird kind of sexual thing. Yeah. Yeah. For a wholesome holiday. Yeah. yeah. But also the, I feel like the, whenever I buy mistletoe, they're always broken. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't no, work. No, I've never, I've never yeah. gotten a kiss under a mistletoe. Not even a mistletoe <laughs> for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever gotten a, an actual kiss from a mistletoe under a mistletoe? No, I but mean, I've it's also already pretty staged. Yeah, I mean, how, like I already know I'm going to kiss the person. Yeah, mm-hmm. must be nice. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking back. We all used to live together in one big house, and I'm pretty sure we put up mistletoe every year, yeah, just as a goof. Did. We and had it over I the garage. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't right? remember anybody kissing me. That's weird. That Joey tried to kiss me I was going to say, like, I pro- I can I can imagine. I, I know that's a joke, but I definitely tried to kiss all of you guys at times in my life. I think yeah, you, sure. you succeeded. A few I would just times. kiss your shoulders because I thought it was funny. I tried to sneak them <laughs> on you because I thought it was funny, <laughs> but I definitely didn't kiss you under the mistletoe. And that's a missed opportunity because now I'm never going to have opportunity yeah, ever again. Well, I mean, if you bring it by, well, not wear right a, now. It's yeah, 2020. Wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. That's what you need to invent is a kiss, is a kissing mask. A kissing mask. Yeah. All right. We're gonna partner with a gushers, and there's going to be a, a little uh, an explosive device in between. So once the mask touches the other mask. You feel Blood a, little, everywhere. a little gush. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so a few more. I'm sorry if this is like too much, but I I kept on finding stuff, and I'm like, oh man, that's kind of crazy. Um, specific clothes for Christmas isn't like a new thing. So back in the day, you would have you would be Roman, right? So you'd wear a toga, but you would wear specific Greek clothes called synthesis at the time, and they were colorful, colorful dinner clothes, seen to be in poor taste for daytime wear. It's essentially the original ugly sweater. Mm. Oh, weird! Like you would wear weird, too colorful stuff that was ugly, and you usually would go bareheaded as a Roman custom. But during Saturnalia, you would wear the Peleus, which was a conical felt cap that was usually the mark of a freed person. Oh, sometimes a cap. red. Like a Santa Christmas hat. cap, like Santa, yeah. Yeah. which is super weird too. Huh. The next one is Christmas lovers and haters, and I don't know if this like I, I kind of feel like you either love Christmas or you kind of hate Christmas. Yeah. I don't know if there's like much in between. Do you guys and know I anybody ca- who hates Christmas? Well, a lot of people uh, get depressed and stuff. But I feel like people, yeah, people that are like, ah, Christmas is. I think yeah. they're just being edgy or something, stressful yeah. and yeah. like, oh god, like, yeah, huh. <laughs> Who's the coolest person you know? Who's, uh, yeah. Who's the coolest person you know? Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Well, yeah. He probably doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing oh, a, he a oh, leather yeah. jacket now, I bet. <laughs> He's a real bad boy <laughs> of science mm-hmm. now. <laughs> so I kind of thought it was interesting because we can go all the way back to like 
first century and there's like documents of somebody who loves Christmas and somebody who hates it. So just to read it real quick, because I kind of thought it was sort of interesting. There's Seneca and he says about this um, to somebody, I guess he's writing a letter excited to share Saturnalia with them. Uh, It is now the month of December when the greatest part of the city is in a bustle. Loose reins are given to public dissipation. Everybody may hear the sound of great preparations as if there were some real difference between the days devoted to Saturn and those for transactions of business. Were you here, I would willingly confer with you as to the plan of our conduct, whether we should eve in our usual way or to avoid singularity, both take a better supper and throw off the toga, which I don't know if that's, we're going to do it, um, but it is what it is. So I kind of thought that was interesting that somebody's like, it's, you know, Saturn time. Yeah. It's a time to like relax. And then there's uh, Pliny, I think he's the younger uh, he says, quote, uh, retreat, especially during Saturnalia, when the rest of the house is noisy with the license of the holidays and festive cries. This way I don't hamper the games of my people and they don't hinder my work or studies, which is like the old Christmas yeah. Grinch. Oh, that's, um, a, that's a, a real crotch situation. Yeah, dude, yeah. totally. And I read that. And I'm like, that sounds like exactly something would say somebody would say about Christmas. Like, just, you know, I don't like playing games or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Um one that I thought was super interesting. Um, so you guys have all seen. Have you guys seen the movie Love Actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's my favorite so guys, romantic comedy. I, I love it. I think it's a delightful thing. One thing that I always thought was weird, and I don't know if this was weird for you guys. Did you notice that they specifically stress that Christmas is a time for being honest? Yeah, and that's yeah. nothing I've ever associated with Christmas. If anything, Christmas is a time to lie because you have to like hide <laughs> presents from each other and stuff. Exactly, and like pretend that you yeah, like something yeah, yeah, that definitely. you didn't want. <laughs> but a hundred percent—that's my thought process exactly, Roger. I was like, "What do you mean, tell the truth?" But and I, this might be a stretch, but. Britain's idea of telling the truth might come from that whole slave slash role reversal is like mm-hmm. a social normalization event like where you would let the pressures of the world release and, and you told your slave master what you really thought. Like for one week, you actually were honest with the world and Christianity, when you really get to the core of it, is rooted in the emotion of love that like Jesus loves you so much that he decides to sacrifice himself, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So when it gets to love, actually as a Christmas movie, it's all about telling the truth to the person you love about love, which is kind of a weird combination of like the mixture of like Saturnalia with kind of, you know, the God that loves you so much. He'd put on a meat shell, call it Jesus and come and save you. (laughs) Man, Um, what a dangerous game though in Saturnalia to be a slave. I know. And have a week where you can be honest and tell the slave master all the things you don't like about him. You definitely are. It's a coin flip because if you are going to like let him have it, it'll make you feel good for a week, but you're going to get it back twofold. But if you're just kind of like, I'm just going to come on, just let me just put us on. I'm going to be real nice. Maybe it'll be cool with me. Maybe let Mm -hmm. me go. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. (laughs) So they're the masters. They get to make the rules. Why can't they just be like, for my final wish, I want to be set free? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's... Because Aladdin Aladdin hadn't come out yet, so nobody knew about the final wish. They were were only playing Lion King still, and they hadn't beaten that (laughs) one level. Magic dust. Uh, Brian, Lion King came out after Aladdin. Come on. I know. I said that, and I was like, (laughs) i got to edit this out. (laughs) Uh, That's right. We will fuck up on Christmas sometimes. um, I know, right? (laughs) 
one more small one and then the, and then the big one. So Christmas lights, I don't know if you guys ever wonder like why we have Christmas lights and this might be a stretch too, but Macrobius, a uh, fourth century historian, uh, basically was saying that Saturnalia is a festival of light leading into the winter solstice, uh, specifically using candles as a uh, light bringing idea of bringing knowledge and truth into the next year. The hmm. idea of uh, the more light you had in your abode the, the more knowledge you would bring. So it's all about decorating your house like crazy as so much the, as you could. The more, the more lights you have on your house, the smarter you would hmm. be next year? Kind of. Like, I mean, at least that's the theory, as well as it ties into the whole idea of the holiday of Sol Invictus, of, you know, the sun, unconquerable sun. Um, so th- there's just some tie-ins to Christmas lights and that. And then I decide, I don't know if this is a huge mistake, and but whatever. <laughs> I tried to come up with the, the, the true meaning of Christmas saturnalia version mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. all right bear with me and then you can tell me if this is this is crazy so saturnalia reflects the specific contradictions of saturn and the contradictions of life right like slavery rape sex murder all the, all the stuff right mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. they have a quote about it there are the joyful utopian aspects of carelessness uh well-being side by side with like threat of danger right and it's just kind of like uneasiness and things like that so if we basically kind of suppose that everything that we know about this holiday is true and that Christians are kind of adding on to this particular Roman holiday, we're, we're dealing with carelessness of like gift giving, overeating, lights, comfort, songs and drink. And then the danger of like a threat of sin and the potential of, you know, things that would normally put you in prison, get you killed, things like that. Right. Yeah. Are we following so far? Mm-hmm. So then sure. Christianity, by like ending Saturnalia with the promise of a loving God uh, sent to save you from the very danger that you're responsible for creating, is the very essence of the Christian story. Um, and so what well, we try to understand that, and I was, I don't know if this gets like too philosophical, but I was trying to understand like the true meaning. Like when you actually use the word, like what's the true meaning of Christmas, but understanding like, truth can have facts in it but it doesn't necessarily need facts in it does mm-hmm. that all make sense or am i getting too crazy i think i get it okay so that you don't to, to have a truth like you don't actually have to have facts necessarily but if, if you have a tradition that saturn has is this big deity and he basically is going to be usurped by zeus because he's a titan and he's beaten by the gods and he's expelled from greece uh his contradictions all the things that go into this He's a foreigner to Rome, but he's in a prominent position. He's a god of liberation, but he's like in slavery most of the year. Saturnalia is like actually the release of him. Uh, And so this idea that with Saturnalia, not only are you free to do whatever you want, but so is Saturn, which is kind of the idea of creating like a equality in the eyes of society that everybody is kind of equal which is kind of like an inherently christian concept too that in the eyes of god you're all the same and so we have a couple of things from like a couple of people who are like responding to saturnalia so one is the poet virgil on saturn he says quote he gathered together the unruly race of fawns and nymphs scattered over mountain heights and gave them laws under his reign were the golden ages men tell of in such perfect peace he ruled the nations which I swear, if you didn't know you were talking, yeah. talking about Saturn, That'd you would Christ. assume you were talking about God. Christ. Yeah. Uh, Porfiry says, the festival's theme of liberation 
is all about freeing the souls and entering immortality, which is, again, kind of Christian-y. Mm-hmm. And then Macrobius says uh, combining Saturn and the solstice is the creation of a pagan into one soul god, because soul being the sun uh, creates monotheism, that soul invictus encompasses all deities at once, and that you have one true god. And so, I don't know, when I was looking at all this, the question is, is... is putting christ back into christmas like the true spirit of christmas or is the true spirit of christmas putting saturn back into the story yeah we got to put saturn back in make room at the table baby saturn's Saturn's coming home (laughs) put a ring on that planet it sounds like the meaning of christmas (laughs) it's uh is is unity and acceptance right it seems like that's what at least these philosophers and poets took is the true meaning of Saturnalia. I mean, I, I like that. I, I mean, it fits with like, you know, peace on earth and, and goodwill everything. The idea of, of unity and love for all. I think that's that's it, totally the meaning of Christmas. It definitely does seem to be like the overarching thing, which incidentally is running at the same time as like the rise of the Christian church and the the first kind of sources of like celebrating Christmas. So, so how, how are we going to bring Saturn back then? You know, this year, if I want to bring Saturn back, what should I do? Should I get naked at Christmas? Because that seems like the only option to me. There was one thing that I didn't mention, and it said if you really, really want to honor Saturn, put jam and mustard (laughs) on a sausage. (laughs) And and it's it's all there, baby. Or also something – it's weird. They're talking about this thing called a goucher that that you should put – Ancient Roman a goucher. Yeah, ancient Roman gouchers. Where it's like a flavorful fruit, a fruit treat with with juice inside. <laughs> That's incredible. I think we should hire Justin Timberlake to make a new song about it. About, how about how Christmas? Christmas? Okay. About Saturn? Yeah, can you sing it for us? He doesn't go that. This is a bad joke. <laughs> is that, I'm bringing Saturn back. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that wasn't a bad setup, though. Yeah. I, I there was a better it. time for it about two and a half minutes ago. I just didn't want to interject. <laughs> What if I edit it back two and a half minutes ago? So it actually really is good. So gonna- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to edit back you screaming, yeah, yeah. very, very loudly. <laughs> so, however you guys want to take it, it seems like a, a delightful holiday, except for all the murder and the rape <laughs> and the nakedness. Oh, also, just real quick, caroling. We think that naked caroling is a part of the Naked thing. caroling? So anyway, what? Oh, man. Yeah, they used to, ru- they used to run around and sing. If you want to bring back Saturn... We carol, naked. but do it naked. Yeah. Man, we're going you to jail this year, until baby. this last, last 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm now in. Boom. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So uh, so that's it. That's, that's, that's it. The, the Christmas tradition right. of Saturnalia. That's great. I love it. It's, it's a miracle, cool. really. Yeah. All right. If you're, uh, if you're into what we're doing, tell a friend um, or tell... Tell a family tell over your Christmas. Mom. You're going to be uh, around tell your mom yeah, tell your mom. for Christmas yeah. anyway. Moms tell, love us, apparently. Mom, yeah, we're a good mom po- yeah. podcast, so uh, share us with your mm-hmm. family. Uh, also, tell and tell us, too, by sending us an email to storylpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell us how great and how much you love our yeah. podcast <laughs> and that we should check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, we're on Storyhole Podcast at Instagram. And over there. if you guys wanted to maybe Carol naked, uh, let us know, and we, we can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get a naked Carol group going. Send us a yeah. video. Send us an Evite. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, you guys have a, a great and wonderful Saturnalia. We're only yeah, happy, we're only happy eight Saturnalia. Days away, so yeah, yeah. Happy get ready, holidays. Saturnalia, everybody. Happy Saturnalia. Mm-hmm.